Somebody get, who got some lemon? I need some lemon. <laughs> I'm Kiara Lachey and Kate Pete. You are now listening to the Perfect Couple Podcast. We are far from perfect. Psych. <laughs> but as high school sweethearts, we do know a thing or two about having a dope relationship and building generational wealth, all while raising three daughters and being social media famous. In our podcast, we'll discuss everything pertaining to marriage, intimacy, family, fitness, and balancing life in general. Oh, and our crazy journey of how we went from eating dried tuna squares in crusty motels to being CEOs of several multi-million dollar brands. So sit back and enjoy the conversation. And so now you know we are what we're talking about on this podcast. Yeah. Make sure you uh, check out the last podcast, the accountability and responsibility one, so that you understand how we got into this this conversation. But we were talking about basically, you know, women wanting that high value man. I hate that term. And not <laughs> and not looking at the average guy, you know, or the average earning guy. I would say, mm-hmm. um, kind of just looking over him. And passing him up, you know, and then when you get a certain age or you don't, you know, the phone start ringing, you know what I mean? You go looking for homeboy that used to treat you good and used to want to be with you, want to marry you, but he didn't make enough money for you. Now he's Mm -hmm. married. Now he's happily married with a whole family taking care of his wife. His wife is is dope. You know, they they live in a, a normal life, but they're happy. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times I think people look at social media and they're like, oh, I want to go on all these trips. I want to wear all this designer. I want my hair done all the time. I want a glam team. I want blah, 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 blah. I need a man that's going to get that done for me. I need a man with money so I can make that happen. So when you're looking at the average earning man, you're like, he can't do that for me. Correct. So I don't want him. You know what I mean? That's what a lot of like women think about. They're competing with not only the women in their circle and their lives, but they're competing unknowingly <laughs> competing <laughs> with the women on social media as well. You see all these women taking trips, you see them, you know, on their girls trips or on their trips with their boo, you know, these extravagant dinners, this fancy dates, all this stuff. And they just, they romanticize all these things. So they want those things. And with an average earning man, he's going to be like, no, we can't do all that. We can't afford that. But what I can do, I can't afford to take care of you and the family regularly. You know what I'm saying? I make sure these bills are paid. I make sure your stomachs are full. Make sure you're protected like what you were just talking about. And yeah, that's when I make sure you're emotionally safe. Your, you know, your spirit is happy. I make sure of that. I just feel like a woman wanting a man that makes a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's nothing wrong with wanting it. Right. But if you want a black man, you have to understand that there's, as far as percentages of populations, black American men that make over a hundred grand is not a huge percentage. Mm-hmm. So not only are you competing with the other women like yourself who wants a man who makes a hundred grand, but now you're competing with the women who make a hundred grand, you know what I mean? Or the Instagram models or whatever. There's a lot more competition for those men because there's just not a lot of them. 
Mm-hmm. And those men have options. That is true. Yeah. And they don't have to be cute. Right. So I feel like there's a huge gap, especially in our community, because I feel like what you what you should want out of life is to be happy. But right? that, that's what they feel like their happiness lies is in those trips, in those, you know, the material things. That's where they feel like their happiness lies. And it's, I guess it's to me, social media is so fake. Like they're, they're, how many people have been caught just photoshopping all of that stuff? Like literally photoshopping their trip. Like they ain't nowhere near it. I can't. They had a dude that ran an experiment. Um, and he took regular photos of himself and then photoshopped himself in different locations. Mm-hmm. They look good. They look legit. Uh-huh. This dude got 100,000 followers in three months. Wow. You know what I mean? And didn't go nowhere. <laughs> and there's a lot Dang. of people out here who do that. And mm-hmm. you're sitting here passing up a good mm-hmm. dude or a good woman mm-hmm. to live a life in, that don't even exist for the person that you are technically jealous of or want to be like or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Mm-hmm. Theirs ain't even real. Yeah. And it's like. Or you don't, or you think you want that life. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like some people might think they want the the celebrity life, the high life, the money, you know, all the money. But like you said before, they don't think about the things that come with it. And, you know, when you are, I think we talked about this on one of our podcasts, but when you, when you're, dating or married to a high value earner person, whether it's a man or a woman, you know, there's some things that you got to do too to mm-hmm. keep up with, with that whole thing. Like why, why should you be here with me? Yep. What are you, what are you doing different from these other women or men to where my eyes are only on you? See, the thing is, a lot of people clown, like, all these white women who get all this plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. Well, these white women have men who make six figures or seven figures per year. Mm-hmm. They're getting this plastic surgery to compete mm-hmm. because their husband, their eyes wandering, or their boyfriend, you know what I mean? Because they have options. Mm-hmm. So they feel, I need to go under the knife mm-hmm. to compete. Yeah, we clown them because they look crazy, right? That's all we, we look at these people and we're like, yo, I can't believe they did that to their face or did that to their face. They're doing the same thing, just in a different way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what y'all have to be prepared for. Because some of these men, they know they have options. Yeah, they're, not, they're committing to somebody who makes them feel a certain way. And that's it. The second you don't make them feel that way no more, they on to the next one. But let's talk about the, let's talk about, like we, I think we talked about the high value earner on another podcast. But we didn't dig more into the 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 average man that these women are passing up on. We didn't dig into that as much as I would like to right now. So a lot of women, they look back mm-hmm. after they don't have the opportunity to date, to date or to marry a high value earner. They look back and be like, dang, I messed up because now, oh boy... He ain't looking at me. Mm-hmm. These dudes not going to look at me because there's all this competition. And now I'm just stuck and I'm I'm bitter and I'm upset. You know, I just think that there's so many amazing men out there that aren't making all that money. But they 
they're, they're great father they will be great fathers they'll be great husbands great caretakers you know what i'm saying great providers a lot of people are so busy wanting to do stuff for the gram so when they get their engagement ring mm-hmm. they want to make sure they're impressing the gram when the ring itself is what's impressive regardless of right, how much it costs it. right yes. getting a ring right that's what's impressive right i tell this story all the time the very first ring i bought my wife was from Walmart and it cost $125. And I loved that ring. It's all I could afford. Yeah. I broke my back for $125. Yeah. Right? She accepted it. I did. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all gotta stop. Happily. Yeah, y'all gotta stop. The fact that somebody wants to marry you, that in and of itself is already the challenge in, in today's society. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you wanna pass it up because you wanna. Because the ring ain't big or, enough. Yeah, like, who cares about the <laughs> ring? Yeah. Who cares? Or you, you can't get your dream wedding that you've seen on TV. Mm. It's like, y'all got to come on and, like, let's step into reality here. And not only that, people don't realize that you can upgrade. Yes. They don't think about that at you all. You can get married more than once. Be, right. And they don't think about that because of all of this flossing that they're trying to do for strangers or for people that only hate in any way. You know what I'm saying? But, like... You know, yes, my first ring was $120, and I proudly, 25. excuse me, $125, I proudly wore that ring every single day. You couldn't tell me nothing, because I was somebody's fiance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think about, not one time did I think about how much did this ring cost. Not one time did that, did that cross my mind. Like, I was just so excited that I have a fiance, I'm getting married one day soon you know what i'm saying and so people think like okay this needs to be all or nothing it needs to be a hundred thousand dollar ring right now i need a hundred thousand dollar wedding i need all the glitz all the glamour someone told me that a ring Mm. should cost a third of your yearly salary that's crazy i ain't gonna say no names (laughs) that was crazy to me so you you trying to tell me somebody makes sixty thousand a year, you gonna spend twenty thousand dollars on a crazy. ring? That is insane to me. Honestly though, honestly, I know, and I know she heard that from somewhere else, but honestly, if that's what we made, if we made sixty grand, right? Mm-hmm. Say you made sixty grand a year, and you spent twenty of that on a ring, I would be upset actually because now I'd be like, your responsibility meter is trash terrible it's trash terrible we need to be able to afford our bills our house our this our that our retirement one day our whatever mm-hmm. 20 grand on a ring when you only making 60 that's crazy to me that's not impressive to me at all that's not cool that's not that's like uh oh we got a problem here because you're supposed to be leading the household and you making decisions like that, that's thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then who are you doing it for? What's the point? Right. Like, literally, what's the point? To get an expensive ring or have an expensive wedding. What's the point? Because there's a lot of people who go in debt for their wedding. That's why they want these dudes that make all this money. And on top of that, I ain't trying to be funny, and I'm not trying to take nothing away, but $100,000 a year, that's not as much money as people think. All. Taxes are involved in that. Ain't nobody just getting a hundred grand and that's what it is. Right. Taxes are involved. So 
you have to take everything with, with kind of with a grain of salt. Like, granted, making a hundred grand is that better than making thirty? Yes. Yeah. But if you make a hundred grand, you're in a higher tax bracket. Which means. Which means you're paying more money out to the government every year and then depending on the state that you live in there is a state income tax like for example if you're in california i think at 100 grand you're in the seven percent tax so that's already seven grand that's already gone on top of the 20 whatever percent that you got to pay the federal government right you know what i'm saying so it's like you, you have to take everything like i guess with a grain of salt look at everything and stop focusing so much on money them stand-up dudes that's out here, that's that's really out here busting their behind to make their living and really want to find a woman and take care, of them, take care of them, raise a family. No, y'all might not be able to go on five trips a year, but y'all might get one. So, so okay, let's let's flip the coin, okay? I asked this one question before to many of my male friends, and. The question is, it's kind of in the same range as the women that are looking for men that make all this money and are passing up the stand-up dudes that don't make as much, the average earning guys. I asked my my homeboys, I'd be like, why do you look at these types of women but marry another type? It's almost like they got that part right. Like, they're like, well... I look at this type of woman because it's, it's attractive, mm-hmm. but I marry this type of woman because she's good for me. And at first I was like, but why not do both? Why not get someone you're also attracted to that's good for you? They're like, hey, you know, it ain't always possible, but they marry the women that are good for their spirits. They're good for their souls, good for their house, their children, raising their children you know, the women that's going to pray for them, the women that's going to have their back when something, you know, when things don't go right. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 the flip side of that, though, is that sometimes, you know, you cheat, right? You cheat with a woman that 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 woman you keep the, the type of women that you keep looking at. You cheat and then you hurt this 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 woman that has been there for you. Don't do that. <laughs> but, but that goes back to responsibility and accountability. That definitely goes back to the last podcast. But like. But they have it right in that sense. You know, it's like, yeah, she's not the most fine woman on the planet. But I know that with her, when I come home, she's going to be there. I know that my children are going to be raised right by this woman. I know that if I fell sick, she would make sure that first of all she would stay with me and she would take care of me and she would still make sure that this household is taken care of you know what i'm saying i guess like even a woman being the most fine that to me is relative Mm -hmm. because when you're sitting there comparing it to instagram we talking home with a photoshop these women got full glam teams right right right, it's like they don't even look like that right you know what i mean so for me half the time they don't even like themselves correct that's and I'm just up. like, what is fine? Who sets beauty standards around here? Yeah. You know what I mean? If you happy, you happy. I got my wife. I got everything that I wanted. Yeah. I don't give a damn about nothing else. Yeah. I don't care if nobody thinks you look good or everybody thinks you look good. That's irrelevant to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and people got to get out of that too. But that's the thing. Like a lot of times, again, people are so worried about what other people think. Not only 
the the ring, the wedding, the this, the trips to that, but the partner, how the partner looks now. It's like so many things that people are trying to impress other people with when in all actuality, like you said, all people want is to be loved mm-hmm. and all people want is to feel safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can look at, okay, this dude is fine or this woman is fine, blah, 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 but will they make me feel the way I need to feel? Will they protect me the way I need to be protected in all aspects? First off, first off, a lot of these dudes that like these Instagram women, they don't want nothing to do with these women. Like, I'm, and I'm being brutally honest. If you want a socially standard, beautiful woman, mm-hmm. and you're a regular dude, you are going to have a headache and you are going to eventually hate her. Because the amount of competition that oh, yeah. you're going to have for that particular woman oh, yes. is going to be nothing that you were ready for. Oh, yes. Right? So a lot of these dudes that, or even if they got money or whatever, they understand the game. They know if I get with a beautiful woman, they're going to have a lot of suitors. Mm-hmm. I've seen too many dudes that be on Instagram looking at these women, and then they actually go out and they find a beautiful woman, and they are totally unhappy. They don't. They have, Now they got trust issues. They worried about everybody trying to holler at their girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not saying you shouldn't get someone you think is beautiful, but if you think she's beautiful, don't you think somebody else going to think that too? Right. If she's popular on Instagram and you was in her comments, you don't think there was other dudes in her comments and DMs? On yeah. top of that, if that's how she makes her money and she get with you, do you expect her to stop doing that now that she's with you? Right. You think she's sexy. Other dude thinks he thinks she's sexy. I don't, I don't really know what people be really wanting because I don't think they know. I think at the end of the day, everybody wants to be happy. But because social media has glorified uh, celebrity life or a rich person's life, that's what everybody thinks that they want. Mm. And again, people only see the end result. In social media, people only show you what they want you to see. Mm-hmm. So when that person is, you know, whatever person you follow and idolize and taking pictures with Lamborghinis, they ain't showing you how they purchase those Lamborghinis, if they purchase them at all. They're not showing you they over at their homeboy's house that play in the NBA or something. They got you thinking that that's theirs. Mm. Right? We've seen that. We've seen that a lot. Yeah. So it's like people are only showing you the good side of their life on Instagram. Right. That's why you be seeing these YouTube stars, social media stars. Some of them commit suicide. Some of them have to go to drug rehab. They have uh, all different types of depression. Yeah. And it's like nobody pays attention to any of that. They just keep seeing, oh, they're in a Rolls Royce. Oh, they're, they're in a in private the jet. Right. And, and that whole private jet thing, how many times they done said that you can now <laughs> rent a private jet to take pictures in? It Crazy. ain't never leaving the ground. Crazy. They do this all the time. How about this? The person that you like that take pictures in the private jets, how about you tell them to take a picture out the window while it's in the air? Because you don't see that. I was going to say, I've never seen that. With your with their face in it. Right. <laughs> Tell them to do that. Right. Because it's always leg crossed, reading the newspaper while they sitting yeah. in the private jet or they pulling up to the private jet. When does the plane go in the air? It's it's a whole bunch of flexing and people got to get out of that and get not just get with somebody that makes you happy. Stop worrying about the finances if that person is a good person, male or female. And if they can take care of responsibility. Yes. Because you can like somebody all you want. They can be nice, but they're terrible with handling business. I'll give you a work. perfect example. 
before before my brother worked for us, he was working at the post office. Mm-hmm. That's a respectable job. Yep. My brother's a good dude. Great dude. His his current girlfriend. Our brother, excuse me, because that's my brother. But go my on. My brother <laughs> is a is a good dude. Yeah. Like a great dude and a great find. Yes, absolutely. Right. So his current girlfriend, who is super lucky to have him, and it might be vice versa, but Ooh. I'm just talking from my end. Uh-huh. My brother's a good dude. Absolutely. Our brother, whatever. He a good dude. He wasn't making no hundred grand a year. That ain't stop him from being no good dude. That didn't stop him from being the type of dude that when he with you, he with you, he committed to you. I would assume that that's what women want. Yeah. You want a man who's committed to you, committed to the life that you guys are trying to create, mm-hmm. and you move on from there. Yes. So my thing is, I just don't see the issue. And and I get some women, they're just like, I just don't want to work. Well, guess what? That ain't a reality, especially in the black community. That ain't a reality for people in our community. So y'all need to get out of that. If you want to get to that point, you need to get with a partner and help that partner build something, and then you can do that. But, but if you even think, still, you're going to be doing some type of work. Maybe you can get to a point where you don't have to, and you can be Susie Homemaker at but some what, point. But that's, that's also some type of work. Like, a lot of these women, they don't want to do nothing. So you just they don't want to be lazy? Con- they don't want to contribute Oh, no, nah, you ain't going to find no man like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, say you don't – say you – you don't want to go to work to a job, right? But you have to keep yourself up. Mm-hmm. That's a job in itself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like glamming yourself out. That's a job in itself. Take taking care of your body, going to the gym or working out, whatever. Having sex with your partner and being good at it. Mm-hmm. That's also a job. It's not. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no. That's a job. Baby, I don't see it as a job. First of baby. all, first of all, it's because our situation we we have fun, okay. But <laughs> some people, <laughs> it's fun for us. But some people, literally, some some people just lay there. Mm. Right. See, you don't even know nothing about that because you're spoiled. Yeah. Some people don't. Some people just lay there. They don't even move the hips. They don't do nothing. They don't want to do nothing. So what I'm saying is either way, you got to put in some type of work, period. But I guess, too, if you get in that situation and you don't do those things, when that man builds himself up, he also now has options he's never had before. Right. So it's like, I mean, personally, I don't I I personally wouldn't want a woman who doesn't work mm. like I I don't want a stay-at-home wife mm. it's not not that it's not respectable but again that's work too the type of woman that I'm attracted to which is which is my wife are alpha females I couldn't see my wife staying at home just taking care of the kids but that's also a job I'm not saying it's not especially I just kids. don't want that <laughs> the three of them I'm not saying it's not a job I'm just saying I don't want that Mm. I want I want my woman to work. I want her to contribute to the house. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I don't I don't even know why. I just that's just what I prefer. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't want a woman that's just gonna take care of the house. Like I feel like that is a shared duty. Ooh. Okay, okay. Again, let's go to the other side of the coin, right? Back to like what I was talking about with the women that are not your Instagram models or your supermodel or this or that, right? Your average women, average size, average job, average looks, average everything, right? 
nothing's wrong with any of that. They're also getting passed up, good women, mm-hmm. because men want the Instagram models or Correct. the whatever. And, but the the problem with me, the the problem with that is that I feel like men have a longer time to play games. Yes. They have a longer, uh, they have a, a a bigger window of opportunity to play games. You can be 50, 60 still playing. Mm-hmm. And then you can still go back and get somebody nice. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Versus with women, not saying it's, it's impossible, not saying that at all. But they just have a longer, you know, women, we have our biological clocks as far as like when we can have babies. That's just nature that's just biological facts like you cannot have a baby past a certain age as a woman it just ain't happening correct right so we have this window of opportunity it's it's a smaller window men they can play games a lot longer yeah so i feel like they take advantage of that because you can pass up these average women these average women are only getting older they're only getting more frustrated (laughs) but you can pass these women up because you want to talk to this girl that girl this girl this type of girl that type of girl when do these average women get their opportunity to be a wife or be you know and when they want when they want to but i guess it falls kind of like on a double-edged sword because these are the same people who are passing up on the men. You know what mm. I mean? They're basically passing up on each other. Mm. So people who are compatible, mm. y'all are both, y'all just missing each other mm. because y'all both are Petty. looking at social media, thinking that y'all want something that, not not saying it's not within your reach, but just something that won't make you happy. It won't make you as happy as you think it will. Yes. Yeah. And instead, what you want is just a hardworking man or a hardworking woman that who loves you. loves the hell out of you and loves your family mm. and wants to see you win like to me that is a relationship Mm -hmm. finances can be grown you know what i mean like okay we don't we may not have two hundred fifty thousand coming in the house today but we can get there you can work on that yeah you can do that as a team definitely you know and right now the women the women want a cookie cutter dude out the box that's making a hundred grand a year tall dark handsome and men want somebody that got a brazilian butt lift and everything on them is fake and they think that that's cool Mm. you know what i mean it's like y'all gotta get social media out y'all lives that that to me is what it boils down to Mm. y'all have to start living in reality and social media is not reality yeah look at it for what it actually is it's cool to scroll like pictures watch sports on there you know see a cute guy cute girl whatever fashion tips but recipes <laughs> you gotta you gotta come into reality at some point yeah you know what i mean you can look at look at this female and that female and think that that's what you want as a man but you gotta come to reality the type of women who are you meeting you know what i mean and you find you a good woman and you passing it up and just because you got money as a man don't mean it's gonna work out that is look at look at that whole uh pj washington Brit- Brittany renner situation he got money Man got an NBA contract worth probably about $30, $40 million. He ain't happy. He done had a whole baby with somebody. She dipped on him. Mm. 
So yeah. she dipped on the money. So let's not act like it's always just greener on the other side just because you got money now or just because you got a man that got money. Mm-hmm. Or just because you're pretty. Right. Oh, yeah. That. I'm going to tell you right now, that pretty thing, that that's the first thing that get old. Like, there's a lot of women that think that they can just sit at home because they can take care of their man sexually. Mm-hmm. That that don't work. That don't work because, again, that's one of the first things that's going to get old. So when dudes are like, what else do you bring to the table besides that? Mm-hmm. And a woman is like, oh, no, I'll take care of your needs. That's not enough for, I'm going to tell you right now, a man like me, that ain't enough for me. If I was single today, that ain't enough. What? You got to give me more than that. Like what? You got to give me stability. You got to give me safety. You got to give me, I don't know, like that. You, you safety can, in what way? I know, but I'm saying tell um, the, the people. You got to give me safe, safety emotionally. When I'm going through something, I need to rely on you. You know what I mean? I need an intelligent woman. That, That's important. Mm-hmm. I don't need no ditzy, like, <laughs> not taking nothing serious, can't articulate anything, but you good in bed. That don't matter. There's a lot of women that's good in bed. Who cares? There's a lot of women that's beautiful that's good in bed. So what? If I'm sitting here with a whole lot of money, I need a woman that can also help me take care of it. Why? Because you just want somebody that sees things from a different angle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you you have your ways. You have the way you made your money. But it's always good to have another eye. And, with if you, good, and with good intentions. Yes. <laughs> and if you have somebody and all they want to do is spend, they just want to spend and that's it. Mm. I'm going to tell you right now, any person that got money, that's a bad investment. That relationship is a bad investment. Yeah. So when people have money, they start to look at things as investments only. So if they're looking at you as a bad investment, bring it, being good in bed ain't enough. Right. Because all you're doing is wasting their money. And it's like, if a man's gonna be with a woman like that, he got to love her. To allow to for a businessman to allow a woman to just spend his money blindly, he's got to love her. But a a, a real businessman, I don't care how much he loves her, he's gonna be like, I love you very much. But what you're not gonna do, because because as the man in the relationship, as that breadwinner, you got to keep that money coming in. Mm-hmm. And you and if that money doesn't keep coming in, you got to make sure that the money that you do have is safe and it does it works for you versus you just spending it, mm-hmm. you know, um, irresponsibly. And I guess that's the that's the biggest thing to me. You want all these bags or you want, you know, them red bottom shoes. You want to go on trips to the Maldives and all that. But a man that already has money, he, his life is based off of investments. Mm-hmm. So. Besides you being good in bed, what else are you bringing to the table to make that make sense for him? Same thing with a woman. If it's a woman, what what are you bringing to the table? But then again, most women don't date down. That's just a fact. There, there's not going to be too many wealthy women who is with a broke dude. Mm, I've seen it. I they haven't. have good. They most likely have good sex. That's why. I haven't seen that too often, at all. Women usually stay within their station. Men are the ones who don't give a damn about how much money somebody makes until it matters to them. But men are the ones who will be like, oh, no, she look good. I'll do this. I'll spend it. I'm not saying there's not women out there like that. Mm -hmm. To me, just the majority of women, they're not dating down. 
women usually date. I up. mean, look at the prison dude, the prison bay. That's what they call him. I mm-hmm. think. I'm not. Again, he he came up. When I'm he not came saying out of it's prison. impossible. He dated a billionaire's yeah. daughter. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just not. <laughs> it's not common among women to do that. It's common among men from dudes who do make a hundred grand to the dudes that make a hundred million. Mm. They will date a woman who has nothing going for themselves. Most women won't. Not even broke women don't want to date a dude that has nothing going for themselves. Mm. So it's like, it, it there is a difference. Women usually date up. Yeah. Men usually date down. Also, you know it's a control crazy? thing. I, was, I literally was just about to say that. So with men, to me, the reason why they date down is because it's control. Exactly. Women be looking for somebody who's equal. Mm-hmm. Men want to control their situations and surroundings. We just had a conversation. I just had a conversation <clears throat> with someone about that. Like this, the woman that I was talking to, she's um, established in her career. You know, mm-hmm. she makes good money and she just doesn't realize, she doesn't understand why she can't, you know, keep a man from feeling a certain type of way and stepping out on her. But when you when you when we actually broke everything down, it's because she makes good money mm-hmm. and they made decent money, but but it wasn't enough to control her. In their minds, it's like I want somebody that I can tell what to do. Mm-hmm. I want to feel like the person in charge. And if you making more money than me, you can be like, you can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me nothing. What are you doing for me that I can't do for myself? That's a lot of times what a woman with money is going to tell you. Like Mm -hmm. you can't tell me to not spend on this. It's my money or I got the money to do. Okay, fine. I don't want your money. I'll do it with my own money. You can't tell me what to do. You can't do that. But with women that are being controlled because of the money. It's like, oh no, you can't do this. You can't wear that. You can't go this place. Cause I got the money. I tell you what to do and what not to do. Um, so yeah, men definitely, they definitely date down to keep that control happening. They don't want anyone to dictate anything to them. Mm-hmm. And that's the main thing. They want to literally do what they want to do. Yeah. And it's also a pride thing too. You know, yeah. And see me, I, I am an alpha male. there's different types though so you got alpha males who want to be in control of everything all their surroundings and you have someone like me who wants to be with an alpha female because to me i'm looking for a true partnership Mm -hmm. i'm not looking for nobody i want to control i'm looking for somebody who can contribute Mm -hmm. so that's my thing some men don't want a woman to contribute they just want control they're doing their thing they want to keep it that way Mm -hmm. so they date down so they don't got to worry about that you're not in my business you don't got to worry about it I want somebody who can contribute and make me better. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) And then, but then you got the beta males who think they're an alpha male, you know, and they're the ones who don't, that's usually the ones who always get caught up doing something stupid because they think they're a dominant personality and they're not, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So women have to be wary of that too, that that's why I say there is a difference in culture. Black Mm -hmm. women are usually not prepared to deal with a dude like that who wants that type of control they're not they might say oh i want a dude that makes xyz Mm -hmm. but now you have to deal with Mm. certain things and coming from our community black women just aren't okay with that period type of type of situation Mm -hmm. when white Mm -hmm. women are Mm -hmm. 
So that's why a lot of these professional athletes and wealthy men go date white women when they're like, I don't understand why they don't date black women. Some of them, it's not because they even have experience with black women. It's because of the societal like imprint of black women. Mm -hmm. They don't want to deal with it. Some of them have dated black women and, you know, black women are a little bit more boisterous and a little bit more, to me, it's fun. I love it. But some men don't want that. Mm-hmm. I want a woman that's going to tell me when I'm doing something out of pocket or I'm out of line. Mm-hmm. Some men just don't want to deal with that. Right. I think that black women are amazing. Mm-hmm. I think that that's one of their best qualities. And I feel like as a man, it keeps you in line, keeps you focused. Mm-hmm. I think a good woman will keep you on your P's and Q's. Mm-hmm. Some men just don't, they don't care. Right. Yeah, I've, I've actually seen it where um, the man snapped his fingers and said sandwich and pointed. You know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Pointed in the kitchen. And of course, me and my mom, ooh. <laughs> yeah, I know you ain't talking to us, you know. And of course he wasn't. He was talking to his woman, which was not a black woman. <laughs> And she, what did she do? She got her butt right on up and went in that kitchen and made him a sandwich. A snap, snap, point, sandwich. That's, <laughs> then, then, uh, could you imagine? Then Cedric Entertainer say black people live by the wish factor. I wish. I wish a mother would. would. <laughs> you know what I mean? But see, like all of that, that's what I love about black women. Some men, is too much for them. That's why I said there's different types of personalities. Because I wish you would snap that. your fingers at me and see, tell me and I point. <laughs> <laughs> and point talking about some sandwich. I'll but give see, you a to sandwich. Me, that's all right. Disrespectful. And and see, this this is what's crazy about me. I could never be with a woman that would do that. If I could snap my fingers and point and you go do something, you ain't the woman for me. But like you said, you like a different type of woman. Yes. That's all. You know. And and what's crazy is they be like, okay, so people be like, okay, black women are not able, they're they're incapable of being submissive. Snapping your fingers, pointing and saying a word, that's not us being submissive. That's not us not being able to be submissive. That's us not taking that's your disrespectful. disrespect. Yeah. That's us being like, you. what you can do is you can ask for a sandwich and I'll be happy to make you a sandwich. Because for, for, for me, I consider myself a strong personality like i have a very strong personality yes you do (laughs) but i'm also very submissive to my husband at the same time in a way in in a in in, i'm very submissive to you like i listen to you i i respect you (laughs) i respect you as a as a husband as a as the father as the leader of the household i do I do mm-hmm. some stuff, you know, I might be like, no, nah, nah, nah. but for the most part, if you say, babe, you know, I don't want you, like you say, I don't want you pumping gas. I don't want you to do this or that because of whatever reason. Okay. I don't want you going to like, we have a rule. You say, I can't go to Walmart <laughs> past a certain time. Once the sun go down, cause it'd be some crazy stuff that goes on in the Walmart parking lot. You tell me you, I don't want you doing that. I say okay, cool. Versus me being like, you can't tell me what to do. I'm a strong black woman. I can do what I want to do. No, I don't. I don't do but that. I guess that's what's crazy too, because I know you can. Yeah. I know you. I know you can do these things. Mm-hmm. It's not saying you can't do them. You just don't have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess my my reason for wanting a strong black woman, I guess growing up, 
um, pretty much in a single uh, single woman, single mother household. Mm-hmm. I would love to have a woman that got my back when I don't, when I'm incapable of doing something. You know what I mean? Like, there's people out there that when something happens, you know, now they're clutching their pearls. They don't know what to do, mm-hmm. right? So all these men that are in these controlling positions, if you don't make that money, that money don't come in that house. It's mm. not working. Yeah. Both of y'all lives are changing. Yeah. And in my situation, me and my me and my wife make money together. If right. something was to happen to me, my wife got it. Period. And that to me is sexy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like now I know you got my back, not just having my back. Not saying, not just that you'll hit somebody with a brick if you have to, mm-hmm. but you'll take care of the household if you have to. Yeah. And I'm not saying these women won't. I'm just saying when you're in a situation and one person makes all the money and they're controlling everything, you have no say so in the money. You have no control over the finances and something happens to that individual. That household is done. Yeah. You have kids. How are you going to take care of them kids now unless whoever's in charge of the money set up some type of situation for y'all to be good? Right. I don't want that for my daughters. Right. So I know somebody always got my back. That's dope to me. Mm-hmm. So my wife is a go-getter. She going to go get it regardless. Period. I like that. That's sexy to me. You know what I mean? Is that sexy to all men? No. But I'm a different type of dude when it, in terms of how I look at who I want to be with. Mm-hmm. I don't want to control nobody. I feel that's too much work. <laughs> like, there's some men who want multiple women in their lives. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. That's too much work. I don't want to do extra work. I just want to be happy. Mm-hmm. So, again, if you're working all the time, working, 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 when are you having fun? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and dealing with multiple women, being single does not sound fun. <laughs> so... I want a woman. <laughs> I want a woman who got my back and I got hers. And so therefore I have committed myself. And again, as a man and I accept responsibility and accountability, I committed myself. So that's what it is. Mm-hmm. There is no, but I committed myself. I said, I said these vows to my wife. That is my commitment. I feel as a man, it is my responsibility to, to hold myself accountable to those vows Mm -hmm. because nobody else is going to. And I feel like right now there's people that's getting married and they acting like it's a game. Then don't commit. Mm -hmm. Cause if you said you're going to commit, commit. Cause if your job tell you to commit, you're going to commit for that money. Right. But now you're not going to commit for your relationship, for your household, for your happiness. That to me is more important than money. And honestly too, when we talk about, a good partner, specifically a woman, a good woman being with you. You gotta, you gotta know that besides taking care of the household, if something happens to you, we're going to take care of you. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Quadriplegic. Yeah. My wife got me. Who's going to take care of you. You know what I mean? Like if that money runs low, your health is bad. Do you think she's going to stay? these specific type of women, you know, these certain type of women that you're going after. Mm -hmm. Probably not. So it's always in your best interest to, if you want to do the single life and you want to like party and all that stuff and you want to, you know, do whatever the single life is, that's cool too. 
But just understand that when you're passing up these average people, men or women, you're passing up these people that will have your back through a crisis. You're passing up these people that will make sure that your household is taken care of if you can't do it. You're passing up these people that will make you feel emotionally safe. You're passing up these people that will go and, you know, fight for you if you need it. You know what I'm saying? If you if you say you're in the hospital, you need somebody to fight for you. Is this person going to fight for you because they love you and they want to see you be okay? Or is this person going to be like, okay... I don't know what's going on. I got to find me another source of income. You know what I mean? Like all these things are very, very, very important, you know, because these men, I will say this, the men, yes, y'all do have a bigger opportunity, a bigger window of opportunity to play these ridiculous games that people be playing. Y'all have a bigger window, but at the same time, when it gets down to the wire on your last, you know, the last few years of your life, then that's when y'all want to, you know, that's when mm-hmm. a lot of men be like, oh, now it's time to settle down. You're 90 years old. Now you want to settle down. Well, and even thing, still. On average, women live longer than men. Mm-hmm. So that means that at some point you're going to need somebody to take care of you. Right. You're going to need somebody to take care of you and somebody that's not going to just take care of you for the will money. <laughs> I can keep talking without you. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say next. I mean, I figured, I think we done said everything for this podcast. I, I guess my main thing is I'm just starting to get a little frustrated with all this, these, these relationship gurus, and there's so much information out there, and people aren't getting the information that they need. Social media done twisted up everything. It, it literally has everything is for a like and it's like that's not real life instagram is not real life mm-hmm. like at the end of the day you have bills to pay you got a job you don't need to be on instagram all the time and you have a real you have real people you have the potential for real people to be in your life and we were just talking about that earlier today our family and appreciating everything that they bring to the table when it comes to operating a family, like just when it comes to living, right? Like your happiness and your, your joy, your health, um, your mental state, you know, you want people around that's going to really be genuine at the end of the day, you know? So like when you think about choosing your partner, think about that. When you're trying to choose a real partner, Again, that self-reflection. Be honest with yourself. What do you really, really want? What are you willing to put up with? What are you not willing to put up with? What do you need? What are you willing to compromise? What do you? Yeah, all of these things are really important. Don't just think about the surface things because that's where people are failing at. That's why so many people are going to probably die alone. Because they're thinking about the surface stuff, the, the stuff that will not matter in the long run, in the bigger picture. If somebody got a little, a big belly on them, like, you know, a little, a little gut. If right? somebody don't do the dishes. If some, 
if somebody don't do the dishes, they got, if they, if they aren't, you know, I don't know, aesthetically perfect or whatever, people are looking at the wrong things. I'm not saying don't be attracted to your partner, but what I'm saying is make sure that there's more than that, that physical attraction only lasts for so long. It really only lasts for, because basically, I mean, if you talk to a lot of um, a men who've dated, you know, let's say beautiful women, for lack of a better word, they will tell you that junk gets old when they bring nothing else to the table other than the way they look. Yeah. I mean, you can look, you can find a pretty face every five seconds. Mm-hmm. But it's the same with men. Okay, it's a handsome dude, mm-hmm. but he brings nothing of value to your life. But stress, okay? It's like, what's the point? No, thank you. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, the, the way somebody looks, that only lasts for so long. My wife is beautiful. No, oh, thank you, baby. But if that's all she had, we wouldn't have been together this long. Right. She brings a lot to the table for me. Yeah. Like, same. I feel like your partner should be, like, y'all should complete each other. You know what I mean? Like, if I would say add to each other. That's your version. Mine, <laughs> mine's the right version. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just feel like when you with somebody and they're adding value to your life, it should be in multiple places. And right. if it's just in your loins, or at that, your arm, that's going that's gonna be a very short relationship. Yeah. Because that is something that you can get from anywhere. One day you will realize that. And you will realize that this person is in your life and they are adding zero value. Mm. They might look cute. Mm-hmm. You might go to the club and, you know, everybody, ooh, that's your girl. She bad. Then when you go home, you be pissed. Yeah. And then not what? happy. Right. <laughs> and then what? Got a million compliments all night and you go home and you still unhappy. Right. Yeah. You know? So look beyond the surface for, you know, for your partner. Ladies, give these average earners a chance. Men, mm-hmm. give these average looking women or whatever a chance yep. you know like I, I i won't say any names but i talked to someone specifically and they asked me you know like about a certain size of a woman like you know what's the best type of size to be with i'm like that's that, that's up to you really you know what mm-hmm. i mean and like what if this woman is not physically perfect like washboard abs nice booty thick legs whatever whatever your perfect is if she's not that but she's she checks off all the boxes i'm like well what if she was willing to hit the gym that's the biggest you know thing. what i'm saying like it's a lot of things too that people like kp said you you like you're like you're saying like people want perfect out of the box nothing's perfect no one's perfect mm-hmm. out of the box but people are willing if people are willing to work on themselves you know, not just people that talk about it, but actually working on themselves, then you you might have missed out on a partner that yep. could be an amazing asset to your life. On top of that, a lot of times people's physicality can be a product of their environment. So mm-hmm. somebody might be overweight because they had a bad relationship, mm-hmm. right? They got depressed or whatever the case may be, or their partner was a chef. And they made nothing but fattening food. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. now they got a partner and, you know, you're physically fit. And they're like, oh, okay, now nah, I want to get physically fit. Mm. And they check off every other box. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you're going, you know, especially the older you get, right. you're going to have to work yes. for that relationship. Right. And, you know what I mean? And, and honestly, when you're 20, 22, 24, you don't know what the hell you're doing anyway. Mm. It's when you 35, you start figuring life out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now you got to be like, 
okay, this person isn't everything that I want physically, but they have everything else. I want to be physically fit. Maybe we can do that together. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. But this person was like, no, I want them to already be look a certain way. And I'm just like, <laughs> again, we live in the fattest country in the world. Mm. So again, finding somebody who's physically fit is again, you're going into a smaller percentage of people. Mm. So now you want somebody physically fit who makes a certain amount of money that gets smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. So you, like open, open up your mind to what could possibly be for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you got to go find somebody that's part of my 600 pound life. If that's not what you went to. Right. But if somebody's 40, 40 pounds, you could lose 40 pounds in a few months. Yeah. If they're willing to. And again, if you're that type of person and you're not willing to, and you're straight up with that, then that's just not the relationship for you. Right. But if you are, and that person's willing, mm-hmm. and they're willing to put in the effort, and they work hard, mm-hmm. and they've shown you that, and they're a good person, and they're, they're, it, it could be a great relationship, work at it. Yeah. All relationships require work. Mm-hmm. Me, and, me and my wife have been together since we was teenagers, and we've been working at this since then. Yep. It's always going to be work. Always. It ain't never not going to be work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Women, women have babies. They put on weight. If you want a woman who's physically fit and she's willing to get back in shape after that baby, then guess what? That's what she's going to do. Right. If she doesn't want to, she's not going to. And if right. that affects your relationship, you talk about it. Right. You say, hey, you, st- you, you'd have had a baby. I get that. It's been five years. You, you're still a hundred pounds overweight. And I have an issue with that. Mm-hmm. Can we, I'm not saying you got to be perfect, but can we bring it down a little bit? Can we work on it? Can we work on it? Not mm-hmm. not just the weight and the way you look, but what if they're concerned about your health? Mm-hmm. Your mental, yeah, all that. You know what I'm saying? And plus, working out releases endorphins. It makes people happy. We we talk about this because we work out. Not saying that you have to be Victoria model secret skinny, mm-hmm. but you can be in your Victoria own shape. Victoria model secret skinny, Victoria secret skinny. Whatever. Secret you know what I meant. Skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You know what I meant. But, you know, you be in your good shape. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and if your your partner's over there working out all the time, I'm going to tell you right now that it's very rare to have one partner who works out like crazy and the other partner's overweight, male or female. I do want to talk about, in another podcast, <laughs> I do want to talk about talking, you know, talking through things with your partner. What are some deal breakers? You know what I mean? Talk about things... You know, that if you plan on being with this person for the rest of your life, you do have to talk about like, hey, if you if you have a baby, you know, what I'm saying if, I, if we want to have three, four kids, are you going to let yourself go? Are you going to feel like working out? Are you going to not like all these things are really important. But I want to talk about that in another podcast because I do. I always I think that was one of the the subjects that I did want to like really dig into, because a lot of times these couples do not talk about what the future holds. They talk about your typical surface things, mm-hmm. but they do not get down to the nitty gritty. So I definitely want to hit, want to hit that subject, you know, in the, in the next podcast. So make sure y'all listen to that. But anyways, go back to, I just wanted to say that so that I wouldn't <laughs> forget. I don't even remember what I was saying. Um, we were just, we were just talking about, uh, Oh, you were saying about talking, you know, talking to your partner about like, if it's if it's something that bothers you, yeah. you know, talk uh, that. Just just talk it through. Talk it through and I don't know. People don't have to be perfect no. to start the relationship. 
You and know, too you many can people want some type in. of perfection. You want mm-hmm. somebody to look a certain way, be a certain way. But guess what? This person don't even know you. So all their little quirks and stuff, mm-hmm. y'all got to learn to compromise and, and actually have a relationship. Right. And on top of that, you got to get past that other person's baggage. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, y'all got to y'all got to be willing to put in the work. Not only that, nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. Debatable. Nobody's perfect. People be um, wanting this perfection in a partner but they don't look at themselves in the mirror and be like okay these are the things that i'm i'm pretty sure i can work on i'm not trying to you know pat myself on the back but if i'm not perfect i'm pretty close you're pretty amazing honey you are pretty perfect to me but to someone else you you might not be you know what i'm saying to someone else for them right but partner i'm perfect (laughs) you are you're perfect to me i'm not for everybody though because i am a certain type of way like I would have a lot of issues with a lot of the things that I hear. <laughs> so, and and I'm straight up, you know what I mean? Very. I'm, I'm, I'm sarcastic, you know. Mm, dry sometimes, yeah, dry humor. I'm a lot to deal with just personality-wise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause, <laughs> but so am I. So we, 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 yeah. we work. Like, I have a really big personality. You have a very chill personality. Mm-hmm. So we even each other out in that way. But, like, I'm very also very blunt. You know, some people don't like that. So am I. See, I love that quality, but that's so, what I want. Right. I don't want, I, I hate when people beat around the bush. I cannot stand it. Yeah. You don't even let the kids do no. that. Paige no. would be like, I was thinking that maybe perhaps <laughs> if only that sometime in life, maybe. You'd be like, uh, uh-uh. uh. The answer uh, is no if you're going to ask right. like that. <laughs> Straight up. What do you need? Right. Ask your question. Right. Directly. Right. Some people don't like that junk. Right. That's what I'm saying. I just don't understand when people ask for your opinion and you give it to them and they get upset. You wanted me to lie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Like, they I want just, you to say what I they want did you this. to say. Do you like it? That's one of the... Okay. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say exactly what I want to say, but I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But I did X, Y, Z. It you doesn't matter what I you did. I, I still like don't it. like it. Right. People don't like... A lot of people don't like. People just want to be lied to. Honest, <laughs> yes, they want their ego stroked. They want. They do not. Again, they don't want to do no self reflection. I what's, stroke nothing. What's so crazy is I learned at a young age that self reflection is so important when it comes to obviously growth and things like that. But like, it's just so important when it comes to your mental health too, because you don't want to be a delusional person mm-hmm. going through life just delusional like nothing is reality in your head you think it is but it's not i feel like there is freedom in being a straight up person that's why i'm straight yeah, up i definitely. don't i don't lie because i feel like as a grown man especially again we talk about personality types as a dominant personality i feel no reason to lie to anybody about anything mm-hmm. that to me dumbs me down so it might not, I, I don't ever try to be rude or hurt anybody's feelings on purpose, mm-hmm. but just being the type of person that I am, there's freedom and always being able to tell the truth. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge burden that I don't have to deal with. Yeah. You know, just being able to be straight up. This is what it is. And then I don't have to like think back what I said. Cause if you lie, you, you got to keep, yeah, yeah, keep up it's, with that lie. Yeah. You got to keep up with that lie. Time keep adding passes, on to the lie. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're a dude 
and you're dealing with a female and you lying, it might be a year later. They're going to bring that jump back up. It might be up, a few years later. And you're going to forget what you said. Yep. They not because they harped on it and they remembered it. Yep. And they <laughs> brought it up at this particular date because the time had passed. There was enough time that had passed for you to change your answer. Yep. When you don't lie, your answers never change. Right. So it's like you don't have to worry about what you did last year or six months ago or last week. If you one of them dudes and you want to go out with your boys, don't lie about that. Yeah. Tell her straight up. If you're going to the strip club, tell her you're going to the strip club. Because guess what? If a woman Something has... slip. <laughs> exactly. It's like, why would you try to give the person that you love any type of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, see, now I'm going blank. You don't want them, You just don't want to make them feel no type of way. You want them to be able to trust you mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. I don't go to strip clubs. But if I went to a strip club, I would tell my wife I'm going to a strip club. Mm-hmm. My wife is going to strip clubs. Mm-hmm. She told me she was going to the strip club. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to lie about that. Right. And as I said in the other podcast, which was um, when we talked about insecurity, I mm-hmm. have no insecurities. Mm-hmm. So I don't give a, you know, if you go to Vegas and you go to Thunder Down Under, I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Right. Like when I mean my security is complete, I don't care. And I would hope that I make my wife feel that way too. Yeah. I don't go to strip clubs, but if I did, I would say, baby, I'm going to a strip club. Why? Because I don't feel I have to lie about something like that. I don't think I have to lie about anything. Yeah. But for those dudes that's over there like, well, I'm going out with my boys. And then you and your girl end up at the same strip club mm. and you're looking stupid. Crazy. It just don't make no sense to me. So that's why it's like, in terms of when you get with someone, first off, start off being truthful. Mm. That that will take y'all relationship so much further. And that's both of y'all. Yeah. Tell the truth about your past. Yeah. Especially because I don't even know why people lie about their past when they don't have nothing to do with the person that they're currently with. It was mm. all before them. Mm. Tell the truth about your past. Let them know what they got to deal with. Yeah. Right? So... When you're getting with these people and you're and you're dating, and I know that junk got to get old for some people, but if you're going to take social media out of your life, deal with the real world, there's real world problems, real world consequences. Mm-hmm. But if you're straight up, you get to mitigate almost all of that. Mm-hmm. Your relationships will be healthier. Mm-hmm. Your, your, like, I don't know, your, your energy will be better. Mm-hmm. You will feel better because mm-hmm. lying Take something. Every time you lie, it takes a part of you. It keeps taking a piece of you. Keeps taking a piece of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it makes you become less of a person. Yeah. <laughs> you got too much that you too much trying to balance and trying to hold on to and trying to figure out and juggle and all these. But that's where things. that social media comes in again because mm-hmm. you want to. But you want people to believe that you're leading this type of life mm-hmm. so that you can attract the person you think you want mm-hmm. versus just keeping it. Just be real. It's yes, so much easier. Yes. And yes, then when you meet yes, that person yes. that you that you want to be with, you don't have to lie. It's it's it, it could be so much better. You know what I thought was dope? So when we went to uh Jamaica, we went to Jamaica for KP's birthday and it was really cool. We met this one couple, uh I forgot where they were from. I think they were from Florida too, babe. But anyways, mm-hmm. you know, on this trip I thought they was from Tennessee. I don't remember now. I don't remember, but they were really country, nice. Country. Yeah, they were a really nice couple, but like, oh no, not that couple. 
No, it was couple. another couple that we met. The ones that was dancing. No, it was another couple. Oh, Lord. <laughs> we met a lot of couples. <laughs> <laughs> but the but the cool thing is all of those couples had this one thing in common that I am about to say. So for this trip, I went all out, right? Like I did a lot of things that your average earner can't couldn't do as far as like without saving money, put it like that. So we had the butler, we had the chef, we had the, you know, the room and the the high, the highest room. We had all these different things. But what was so dope is when we met with these couples, these are average earning couples that they put their money aside, whether it was saved up for vacation for their anniversary or uh, any type of celebration or just to get away or whatever. What was dope is that they were average earners, but they still made a way to enjoy those luxuries as far as like going on a trip. So my point, the reason why I'm saying this is that you don't have to be with a high earning person in order to enjoy those types of things. You, you might not need a partner. Yeah, you might not be able to do it every weekend, right? Mm -hmm. But you'll still be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Being responsible, being, you know, an adult and taking care of what you need to take care of, putting that money aside, you could still live a dope life. You could still live an adventurous life. You know what I mean? It might not be as adventurous as all these billionaires and millionaires that you see on social media, but it still can bring you happiness and it can still, mm -hmm. you guys can still do things. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So my point, again, bringing it back to what we were talking about in the first place, as far as, you know, your average earning people or even your average looking people everybody needs to give everybody a chance. Be honest with yourself. Going back to going back to up, that, being straight the up. First person you got to be straight up with is yourself. Stop lying to yourself. That would go a long way, man. Will it? That'll go a long way. Stop flossing for people who don't matter. All of that to me is just another form of lying. Well, yeah, this is another form of lying. And it's like, you want to be seen as this person who makes all this money and do all of these these things, and it's just not true. It's so funny because we have the opposite problem. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we don't floss. Like, we don't like to do that. Like, we are very grateful for where we are in life. And, we, you know, for those who have followed our journey for a long time, you know where we came from. And y'all don't even know that y'all know where we came from from when y'all met us, when y'all yeah. were introduced to us on, you know, YouTube in the front of the ugly behind fireplace. You know, y'all y'all met us from there. Y'all didn't even know us before then when we were scraping change out of the freaking uh, carpet and, uh, and the, and the couches. Apartment we had together. Mm -hmm. We had a bed. We had no other furniture in that. Where, apartment. And where was the bed from? Uh, a hotel. Um. One of them places that sells secondhand hotel furniture. Yeah. Our bed frame was like 50 bucks. Yeah. We had no couch, no coffee table. Mm -mm. We had a, I had a TV stand and a TV, but that was it. And it wasn't a real TV stand, by the no, way. It was, it was a, a end table that yeah. we used as a TV stand. <laughs> yes. And we had a tube TV. It was heavy as hell. Mm -hmm. It was only a 27 inch and it was heavy. But what's crazy is that we did what we had to do, you know, and I still love the hell out of my wife. We ate Same. spaghetti on the floor. Yes, we watch movies. movies. On the floor. Yes, we did, man. So it's like when you get you a real partner, that money don't matter. But wait, but even in that apartment, 
what was so dope about the things that we did for each other. We we still cooked together. You know that mm-hmm. spaghetti. We cooked that stuff together. We had rose petals on the floor sometimes, a little fake yep. plastic rose petals. We would put, you know, we would still do things for each other that made each other happy we weren't rich we didn't have a lot of money but what we did have was a lot of love for each other and what we did have was a lot of like trust in each other and we we, created a bond yes and that's what i'll be telling people too though if you can be broke with somebody Mm -hmm. it's way easier to have money yeah being broke is way harder yeah way harder (laughs) way more stressful and me and my baby we done been broke for some years yeah and we made it through all of that yeah. And I think that's why we're we're in a place where our relationship is so easy. Yeah. Cuz the hardships like when it's easy it's easy. It's mm-hmm. the hardships that make your relationship how you get through them. Mm-hmm. Right? So all these people who want these cookie cutter relationships, that's why them relationships don't work. Y'all ain't been through nothing. Mm-hmm. Y'all have y'all have nothing to connect y'all in a way deeper than something that's just on the surface. Mm-hmm. Y'all haven't been through anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you get with somebody, and I'm not saying the struggle don't have to just be financial. Mhm. But when y'all go through something together and y'all get through it, mm-hmm. it makes y'all bond stronger. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I'm so committed to my wife. Like, I'm committed to her. And that's why when I said my vows, I took them so serious. Because even when we got married, we was like, we, we wasn't broke at the time mm-hmm. when we got married. We weren't we broke, just broke. We were just broke. Yeah, we wasn't, you know, <laughs> we ain't have money for no honeymoon <clears throat> nope. or nothing like that. Well, like, we barely had money for the wedding. We didn't even pay for yeah. our reception our right. parents you know your mom got my dress i yeah. didn't even have a dress yeah we didn't have money like that we did have a nice apartment we stayed in a nice place mm-hmm. but we was check to check yeah you know what i mean like we we basically sacrificed the extras to stay in a nice place yeah so but again those bonds that we had years ago mm-hmm. are the reason why our relationship is so successful now yes so it's like that cookie cutter junk, it sounds good on paper to get in a relationship and think everything is just going to be great, but it's also just not reality. Yeah, is your partner solid when, yeah, when, pretty much. excuse me, but when shit hits the fan, is your partner solid? I know mm-hmm. my husband is solid. He knows I am solid. Now we make a lot of money or whatever. We make a good amount of money with all of our businesses and stuff like that. But either way, like, we've been solid for and each other. And we support other. each other. But that's what I mean by these people who pass up people who make 40000 a year mm-hmm. and don't want to work towards getting to hundred grand together. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why your relationship is going to fail. Like, y'all don't support each other's dreams. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't, like, to Just have to someone's take, take, back. Take. My wife told me, we was living in San Antonio. My wife say, I want to move to L.A. Mm-hmm. Say less. There was no if, ands, or buts for me. There was no but my, but my friends, but my job. Nah, my wife said she want to move to L.A. We moving to L.A. Mm-hmm. When we got to L.A., we was in L.A. for three months. My wife said we need to move to Vegas. <laughs> we moving to Vegas. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got my wife, like, I got her back no matter what. I got to trust her judgment the same way she trusts mine. She yeah. was chasing her career. Mm-hmm. I'm going to chase it with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? We We chased money together. No matter how, how far away it was, mm-hmm. we had plenty of times we was in L.A. We was broke again, got our car repossessed, writing checks that's going to bounce. Super but bounce. We, <laughs> we made it through all of that together. We had each other's back. And now, now that we starting to make money, and this is we're in the beginning phase of us making money. Yeah. This part is dope. Yeah. This part is easy. 
because we we done did all the hard stuff already. Man. So we would have been the two people that got together at 40 grand a year. We was together at less. We was together at zero. Yep. So it's like now when you're making that kind of money with somebody, man, it's, I don't know, that that's indescribable. And I know the majority of people won't be able to get what we have. Yeah. But you can get a version of it. Yeah, because everybody can't start <clears throat> over at, you know, junior high school. Correct. right? But like, because <clears throat> yeah. I'm trying to think, uh, you know, in your 30s, like meeting someone that doesn't have much. I think the most important thing would be ambition, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and execution when it comes to someone not being where they want to be financially in life. I mean, you're still taking care of your responsibilities and stuff like that, but you might have like this big, you know, goal to be, you know, this big aspiration to be whatever, whatever to make a bunch of money. Right. Mm -hmm. But the older you get, the less patience people have with your potential. Well, potential is just honestly shit. You ain't done yet. That's what potential is. Basically. Doesn't mean you ever going to get there. Right. You might not even but that's why I surface. said. But that's why I said execution. You know, ambition and execution. Those now, those are the things that need to happen in order for. I know a woman. You know, to be okay with a man that is not a high earner but wants to be. Mm-hmm. Um. But some men don't want to be. And that's fine too. But some I'm saying, like the women to... that want to be with high earners and the men that want to be high earners. Mm-hmm. So say like. You know, say someone met in their 30s, they met a, a woman, met a man that doesn't make a lot of money, but he still takes care of his bills and things like that. He still pays his bills, but he wants to be, you know, a multimillionaire, entrepreneur, whatever. Right. The difference between him and the potential dude is the execution, mm-hmm. the ambition and the execution. Well, I could say this too. Then about, a woman might be more patient. I could say this too about us. We were we're both very ambitious people, but the dopest thing about everything that we've been through, we would have kept grinding together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's important too because just like you said, somebody who's uh, not a high income earner but they want to be, mm-hmm. are you going to be okay if they never are? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we would have been fine if we yeah. never would have got to this point we would have been fine yeah we would have had to figure out a way to get to a point where getting our bill money was easier and not so much of a grind right but we still would have been okay and we still would have stayed together yeah you know what i mean now we're moving into a place where we are becoming you know we're, we're going into the one percent of earners mm-hmm. as far as a business we got employees now we got all this stuff now mm-hmm. that is a product of all the work we put in and the ambition that we had and but the execution that yes we, but there's yeah. a lot of people who have this type of ambition who will never get this close you have to also be okay with that mm. you know what i mean but that's where your relationship matters more than money like take money out of your relationship are you happy Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what people have to really understand. So all this mm-hmm. $40,000, $50,000, who can't like. Yeah. Can you be happy you sitting be on happy? the floor eating spaghetti yes. with your partner? And I could tell y'all right now, the only difference is we have kids. If we didn't have these three little girls that we got now, I'm going to be okay sitting on the floor eating spaghetti with my wife. Mm-hmm. Now we might, we might need to, uh, 
figure out how to get closer to the beach. <laughs> but I eat spaghetti on the beach with my wife and then go back home and lay down on the floor. Right. Like, I, I'm, I would grind out with my wife through anything. And yeah. I feel like that's the partner you want. Forget the money part. The money, the money is just gravy. Yeah. That's just a good thing when you but get it. But you need it. money to pay bills. You do, but I'm I'm not talking about the bill because everybody know in America you you got to pay your bills. Right. That's, You're talking that's about the extra. The extra. Mm -hmm. The money is the extra when you got a dope ass partner. Yeah. That's just icing on the cake when y'all when you do get to live that so called Instagram social media life. Because people with a lot of money. They cannot pay for loyalty. No. They cannot pay for emotional safety. You can't buy what we got. You cannot. It's impossible. You, you can't, cannot. You can't buy our struggles. You can't buy the way we got through them. Can't buy our triumphs. Nope. So it's like what, what me and my wife have can't be bought. Mm -hmm. And that's another part of why I'm not insecure. You can't provide my wife what I provide her. Yeah. You You can't go into the archive and go through the things that, we went through together. Right. So having a partner like that, take the money out of the situation. Mm -hmm. That's what you, that's where you need to be happy first mm -hmm. and then worry about the money. Just right. have a dope partner that y'all got each other's back. However y'all have each other's right. back. Whatever that is for y'all. And that's another thing, you know, again, another podcast we could talk about, but what is, what is your relationship happiness look like? Not anybody else's, not Instagram, not TikTok, mm -hmm. not YouTube couples. And set it in reality. Mm -hmm. Go off of what you currently make. Right. What is your happiness? Forget extra money. Let's take no extra, no extra money. Just what will make you happy in a relationship? Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody want to go to the Maldives. It's beautiful. Okay. Gorgeous. Who don't want to go? Period. Okay. That like. Part. Take everybody want to go to Jamaica. Right. It's beautiful. Okay. Like take all of that crap out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because that's not a reality for everybody. Right. But can you get in a car if you live in Florida and drive down to Clearwater Beach? Yes. You know what I mean? Take the small victories. Yeah. Because that's what we did. Yes. I had a car. Yes. That I had to put water in a radiator every time we went anywhere. Yes. We drove that little raggedy thing to Clearwater. Yes. With a cooler in the back. Yes. And Cause went the to the beach. Is free. Right. You know what I'm saying? We would put a little blanket down, have our snack. We we brought our lunch, you know? What I mean? Yeah, we make a date. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? We can't go to the Maldives, Yeah. but we could get our version of the Maldives. Of the clear water. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's still fun because y'all think y'all need to go to these exotic locations in order to have a great time. Mm. And I'm telling you, you can have a great time in your backyard. Literally. With a, with a kiddie pool if you want to. A yes. slip and slide. Yeah. I have what, a blast with a slip and slide. Which we right actually, now, yeah. we, we have, yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you y'all got to get out this this Instagram crap and yes. love your partner. Yeah. Everything else will be fine after yeah. that. Yeah. I think on that note, that's a great way to end this podcast. I, I really hope that they, you know, I hope you guys took what we said and really, like, executed. You know what I'm saying? The people that are dealing with something like what we just talked about. Like if you're on the fence about whatever we just talked about, please just consider what we're what we're saying in order to, you know, find your happiness. So I think this was a great, great conversation. Great conversation. So with that being said, make sure to um, check out our sponsors. You want to talk about our sponsors, baby? Say it loud. Say it at say it like, well, Lord have mercy. What? <laughs> Say it loud. 
say it dash loud dot com. Dot com. That is our black excellence brand. Mm-hmm. Leisure is, wear highlighting black yep. excellence. It is. It's a dope brand. Mm-hmm. We got some. We got dope sweaters. We got dope shirts. We got all kind of dope things that highlight black excellence. Mm-hmm. And we you will can be make using, a statement yes. with the fashion. And we'll yeah. be using that brand as part of our philanthropy in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, we have pageinamari.com mm-hmm. that is right now is focused on women, mm-hmm. right? Beautiful clothing. <laughs> Beautiful clothing. Men's, yeah, fitness men's clothes, wear coming got, soon. Yeah, we got fitness clothes in pageinamari.com. We also have uh, date night clothes, girls' day clothes, all kinds of different. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a brand that uh, we are going to bring up to compete with various other brands on the market. Black owned. We can talk about that in another podcast. Keep going with the podcast. I'm with talking the about my sponsors. The, with the rest of the sponsors. <laughs> Just move supplements for all your protein needs. Energy. Energy supplements. All of that. Again, black owned vegan supplements. And they taste Family better than operated. everybody else's. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> Family operated. If you can move.com. A family, a family, black owned, family owned mm-hmm. tech company. Yep. Online gym. Online gym. Best workout. Help you reach your fitness goals. Recipes. And then for if you can move dot com, you, you shoot over to teamlache.com, get all your fitness accessories. Mm-hmm. Booty bands. All that. Waist snatchers. Gloves. Uh, what everything. We got? Jump ropes. Yeah, we got everything over there. Yeah. And we added more all the time. So yes. Support a black-owned business, whether it's ours or somebody else's. Please, let's mm-hmm. build this black economy. Yes. So uh, follow us uh, at Kiara Lachey on Instagram. And what's yours, baby? KP underscore the CEO. And, of course, also follow us on the Perfect Couple podcast. We will be posting a lot more on there now that we are back into our season two. All right. Is there anything else you got to say, baby? We appreciate y'all. Yeah, thank you, thank for, you listening. for listening. Yeah, and Stop copying me. <laughs> and leave a review, a five star review. Better be five star, or else what, babe? I'm coming for you. Period. I'm gonna find you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you for listening. We'll uh, talk to you guys soon. Peace. All right. Peace.